Greetings, fraters and sorors. You are invited to join us in our continuing effort of expansion and service within and for our order. In response to world need, we are called upon to add the light of our lineage to the growing network of light upon the planet. This meditation exercise is a step toward that end. For centuries, it has been known within spiritual communities that the time of the full moon affords a very potent contact with both the master within and the cosmic hosts who overshadow humanity and help guide the planet. The reason for this has nothing to do with the moon itself. The moon is simply used as a universal clock to mark the time in the cyclic breath of the planet when the cosmic host's attention toward humanity is at a high point. Humanity, in turn, focuses its aspiration toward its higher nature, the master within, and the cosmic hosts of universal light and love. At this time, humanity is very receptive and aspirational, reaching for that wisdom which will bring solutions and healing to its many problems. For those of us who meditate, it is a time to stand and help bring in the light of that wisdom, as well as to invoke the energies of humanity's next step in consciousness. Although this takes place once every month for a period of about three days, the day before, the day of, and the day after the full moon, there is a yearly correspondence to this three-pulse receptivity within the life of the planet. The three full moons of spring, that of Aries, Taurus, and Gemini, constitute the high point of the year for the spiritual workers of the world. The keynote of Aries is aspiration and approach toward cosmic love. The keynote of Taurus is reception of cosmic will and purpose. And the keynote of Gemini is the distribution of universal light and love into the mind of humanity. Many groups and teachings recognize this period and have inaugurated meditation service work at this time. In our order, this very sacred cycle is initiated at the vernal or spring equinox, that moment of planetary poise and balance when forces can be gathered and focused toward new world effort. In this, we continue the lineage of fraters and sorors who have worked centuries before us, and we pave the way for the continued efforts of those who will come after. The equinox and the three full moons of spring can be used by all workers of the light to approach, focus, and invoke that planetary purpose and cosmic direction which will carry us through the learning and experience of the coming year with the greatest amount of clarity and love. In the instruction to follow, you will be given all that you require to participate fully in this enterprise. We welcome you most profoundly to this work. The following meditation exercise is to be done once a month, initiating the effort on the day of the spring equinox and thereafter on the day of the full moon each month. It may be done more often as a service once a week. Try and set aside a regularly scheduled time when you will not be interrupted. You will need about 30 minutes. This meditation should be done sitting up 
in a comfortable position with the spine fairly straight and your hands in your lap. Do not play music in the background, but a candle may be lit and incense may be used if you wish. Enter into the activity with a sense of shared expectancy. The meditation itself has four distinct movements. Although you will be following the tape, some explanation is necessary for you to gain and give the greatest advantage from the activity. It is suggested that you do not play the meditation side of this tape until you are ready to actually do the meditation for the first time. The first movement. In the first part of this exercise, the personality is prepared for the higher work to come. The body, emotions and mind are brought to a condition of quietude. They are then integrated into one unit so that they might work more efficiently together. The benefit of this step alone will aid your daily life and affairs, making you more centered and causative in your dealings with the world. First, the physical body must be relaxed. Using the overall exercise, attention is given to specific areas where tension is held and energy stored. Note the relaxing of the jaws and the base of the tongue. Many people find it difficult to quiet themselves because they are constantly carrying on internal conversation. If you are talking to yourself, you cannot listen to contact of a more subtle nature. When people silently speak, the muscles at the base of the tongue move as they do in audible speech. Relaxing this area helps in the process of silencing the internal chatter. Also note the relaxing of the ears. Although our ears are not as mobile as those of our animal friends, we hold them laid back or pulled into a tense position much of the day. This reaction to stress causes needless headaches. Give a moment to unclenching these muscles. You may use several methods of relaxing the physical body. Some like to imagine a soft, warm, golden light suffusing the entire body part by part. Others prefer to dynamically tense a body part, then release it into conscious relaxation. Simply use whatever method works best for you. Know that your nervous system carries your message and that the body will obey. To release the emotions, let all concern and anxiety related to your day simply drop away. Water has been an age-old symbol of the emotions. At first, all one can do is to hold them back or to push them to the side long enough to get through to your goal, as in the parting of the Red Sea. Later, at a more advanced stage of mastery, we are told to walk upon the surface of the water and to calm the troubled sea. Imagine the emotions as a quiet pool of water. Smooth it out until it is calm and can reflect the image of your intent, just as the sun or moon is reflected upon the surface of a still lake. The emotions must not be suppressed or thrown away, but in a state of calm control. Later they can be permitted the activity of empowering your creative service. The mind is next. At this stage, many people become so relaxed they become dreamy or spacey. Take the opportunity at this point to remember what you are doing. Become mentally aware, alert, 
and in clear, conscious control of this exercise. Do not allow yourself to become passive, even though you are listening to the tape. Participate via your internal will. Be causative. The next stage of the process is to integrate these three parts of yourself into one unit. The age-old symbol for this stage of work is the chariot pulled by three horses, now working together and pulling in the same direction. This integration is achieved by focusing your will in the area of the forehead. That will to integrate or harmonize is set or impressed by sounding the ohm silently. To sound the ohm verbally at this point would drop the focus of awareness to the physical as you become aware of the mechanics and sound in your throat. Therefore, sound it silently, internally, and know that its energy permeates the personality and wheels it together. The first movement is now complete. The second movement is the high part of the work. Here the alignment is made with the master within and with that great life which is the source of us all. You will be asked in meditation to choose a place from which to focus. Do not make this choice from the intellect, but wait until you are doing the meditation to find the one that is right for you. You may remain at the forehead, you may move your attention to the heart, or you may find yourself in the very center of the head. Wait and see which of these three locations magnetically draws you. From there you will align with the master within. Know that from the place you have chosen, you are the most receptive that you can be, the most sensitive to subtle communication. A note at this point. Do not expect any particular phenomena. Some people are very visual. They will see internal pictures, symbols, or light. Some are auditory and experience tones or sounds. They may sense words. Some are kinesthetic and feel a warmth or a sense of energy, electricity, or magnetism. Simply go with what is working for you. Do not covet another's way. Your own being will come up with the appropriate internal language for you. After all, these methods of perception are only your body's way of telling your brain what you are experiencing on a subtle, abstract level of energy, a communication above form. Therefore, the forms you use to translate that subtle experience are only necessary until a certain level of mastery is achieved. Again, use what works for you. After setting up a receptivity to the master within, become receptive to that great focus of cosmic love of which even the master within is only a part. Know that energy follows thought, force follows attention, and recognition produces relationship. Direct your love and aspiration to this focus of cosmic love and know that you stand in receptive alignment with it. You are now prepared to invoke its presence into your conscious focus via the use of a seed thought. The way to use a seed thought is as follows. At this point, the tape will say, silently focus the seed thought, and the seed thought you are to use will be given. 
a period of silence will follow to work with the seed thought. Many people at this point will try and repeat the thought to themselves. They will think they have not focused it with enough meaning, so they will repeat it over and over. Try not to do that. Focus its meaning one time and try to hold on to its quality without words. A good example of how this works is the example of hitting a gong or a bell. You hit it once and listen to it ring. The sound will gently fade, moving outside human hearing range. Do this with the seed thought. Focus its meaning and then without repeating it or talking to yourself about it, hold on to its quality, its energy. Let that energy be a potent focus of invocation toward that cosmic love. Let it be a doorway of vibration, of energy, through which that great cosmic love can enter. If you are talking to yourself, it is only your own activity which is experienced. Think of the example of a magnifying glass focusing a point of sunlight to a potent point of intensity. If the glass is not held still and at just the right angle, nothing will happen. This is difficult. Be patient with yourself. If you find yourself talking inside, making pictures, or talking about something that has no relation to this exercise, simply refocus the quality of the seed thought. If you can do this without repeating it. Again, this is difficult. Mastery comes with practice. Do not at this time reflect upon the meaning of the seed thought. You may, if you wish, use the seed thought as a point of reflection and contemplation during the day as you go about your normal daily activities. You will begin to sense its growing presence within you. During the meditation, however, simply hold that high point of focus, that open door toward cosmic love, for approximately three minutes. This silence is not the end of the technique, so don't come out of the meditation. Use this time to become completely filled with a peace profound that this contact produces. You are now ready to move to the third movement. The energies which you have contacted have brought into the substance of your personality and body a greater measure of light and love. This energy is transformative. With the use of this technique, you will begin to notice a lifting of the vibration of your mind, emotions, and physical body making your form of greater service. Use whatever imagery or feeling is right for you as you are directed in the meditation. This is where that love which has been contacted is brought downward in frequency and grounded within your being. Otherwise, that which you have contacted during the high point will drift away. It must be anchored and thereby become the modus operandi of the work of transfiguration or spiritual alchemy. As you are directed, the tape will now bring you to the fourth and final movement. This is the activity of service. Here is our opportunity to connect with each other, creating a group focus of all Rosicrucians and creating a potent heartbeat within the life of our order. This is a united rhythm, a working together to produce a greater effect than is possible by any one of us working alone. 
as our Rosicrucian life is strengthened, it is also our opportunity to reach beyond our teaching. Without compromising our own lineage, we can join with other workers of the light within humanity. World servers must begin to work together to invoke that spiritual birth which now overshadows humanity. The key to this is to become conscious of the one life, complete with the individuality of all systems, a oneness of consciousness with a diversity of form. The importance of this call to greater service cannot be emphasized too strongly. The world is in great need. It is time to add that light which we have built to this amazing work of love in action. Your participation in this meditation exercise is but a beginning step, yet it is an important one. Enter it with a sense of reverence toward that greater love and a thankfulness and appreciation toward all who join with you in this effort. Our love and peace profound go with you into this new phase of our shared work.